You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And welcome back to Guild Fellows, your favorite podcast where Q flirts with deposed royalty, as <laughs> Ralph likes to say it. <laughs> okay, um, before we started recording, we were talking about ship names for Sinead and Enrique, and my official uh, submission for this is Shinrique. Okay, yeah, Shinrique was one of uh, the ones that I had down. It worked better than... Uh, Enraid, because that just sounds kind of like enrage or raid. Yeah, that's a weird um, enrage. But I do like Captain Deckhand. Captain Deckhand! <laughs> oh my god. That's cute. Uh, also, adorable. Um, speaking of Q flirting with deposed royalty, would you say that that qualifies as <laughs> oh, no. becoming enamored with someone I really shouldn't? Um, initially, no. I feel like that was fine. Okay. But now that she's dying, I'm going to say it passively became somebody you shouldn't have flirted with. Hell yeah. Hero point. So, okay, to throw you a bone, Amelia, Arthur thinks that you should not have flirted with them from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> not that that matters for anything, but... That's, that's two votes for, for a hero point. There you go. Yeah, I would also like a hero point, so I would add the third vote to that. The um, funny thing did, is, I uh, just keep asking for hero points and then never spending them. Like, I am just banking them up. 
Um, does uh, did anybody else get a hero point last session? I have to ask. No, did uh, did Sinead defend so. a noble idea? In, in order no. to get a hero point, I have to refuse an offer of aid. I have to make a personal sacrifice to ensure the freedom of another, or I have to resort to the edge of my blade to defend a noble ideal. No, I didn't do it so, any of those things. <laughs> I feel like you refuse help a lot, but maybe that's just my headcanon. Um, uh, which, maybe you know. maybe once when we were sailing, but other than that, I don't I don't think so. Okay. You refuse emotional help sometimes. Oh, that's true. Um, um, so I may actually have a case to get a hero point. So my hit me with it. My hubris is curious, so I receive a hero point when I investigate something unusual, especially if it looks dangerous. And I did investigate the goblet with the poison in it. That is true. All right, I will give you a hero point. That's okay. So I'm actually looking at my abilities, right? Apparently, yeah. I can just spend hero points to just rewrite a converse, part of a conversation that happens. Damn. Yes, which is how you know we're playing 7C and not D&D, &D, because that is stupid. No shame on you, John Wick, but wow. Okay. Just retcon um, the whole conversation. Yeah, uh, I'm going like to retcon this to say good things. <laughs> It's like that that play with the the bell you ring when you say something that you're oh, not supposed the to. Oh, improv game. <laughs> yeah, that thing is that is hilarious. Anyway, um, all right, pre-session officially over. We are currently in the uh, bedroom of Zarina Nina, the ballerina, who is in a coma. Um, Una is uh, helping uh, dab the blood uh, off of her. She's not bleeding, but she is also barely breathing. Um, the most of the crew is out searching for possible suspects for who could have done the deed. Um, either a, a sympathizer with the musics or possibly a <laughs> imposter, uh, boyer who is actually just, um, uh, not uh, who's a music himself and is trying to take out the, uh, take out the Zarina after, um, failing to do so back in their homeland of Usura. <clears throat> Uh, time is running out. Also, um, she can only be kept in this state for a couple of days at most, and she is, will be completely helpless by the rules of the game until then as well. Um, also, I would not bank on the good old Russians trading with you as long as their leader is dying. So if you want the food for your ship ever since it's spoiled, then I would suggest resolving this first. Um, begin. <laughs> Who's got a plan? I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you would have thought we had spent this last week thinking about this. Um, okay, so we weren't, I wasn't ushered out of the room, was I? I remember they were talking about uh, that at some point, but then. I I believe that you guys are currently still in the room. And we haven't edited the last episode yet, so if not, we will edit it to make it look like you are still in the room. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Um, okay. Is uh, the sea still very choppy and uneven, stormy? Yes, the sea is really going back and forth. World is chaos right now. It's very angry. Okay, so we have t we have two things on the plate for Q. Got it. Um, <laughs> I think first, uh, who is in charge of? I guess the captain would be in charge of the personnel on the ship. Uh, Markavia is indeed in charge of the personnel. Okay. Well, I think we should speak to her first. 
All right, she has. Uh, she's by the Zarina side. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain, could I have a word with you for a moment? What is it? Well, I assume that until we figure out who has done this to the Zarina, that her life will continue to be at stake, even if we um, or this. There's a witch, right? No, there's a doctor. Um, even if the the doctor is able to procure something to help her that until we sort this out um they will probably try again you solve mystery i mean i would like to solve the mystery it is in my interest that she does not die uh she she nods and goes you solve mystery (laughs) oh i solve mystery like you're not going you you're just going to stand here Uh, she says i must guard princess Mm, and As you were the person who was sitting next to the princess, what assurances do I have that you were not the one who poisoned her? Oh, Jesus, Q. Um, (laughs) So Rokafia is going to (laughs) draw her blade. This is a very reasonable question. (laughs) Everyone is a suspect. So she's going to draw her blade and uh, say, uh, I have sailed with Zarina for many months now. If I wanted to kill her, I could have many, 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 many times before you and your crew show up. It is suspicious that you and your crew show up and immediately Zarina is almost dead. I mean, that is interesting for certain. Um, I've al- I already give you plenty of doubt. Or, wait, benefit of doubt. <laughs> Fair. I will say, though, that we have nothing to benefit from the unrest of Zarina's death, as I am certain that the plans to keep us from starving hinge on your willingness to trade, and that until this matter is settled, you are likely unwilling to trade. Is that not correct? Assuming you weren't hired by Assassin. All right, uh, since you <laughs> pissed her off, you're going to have to convince her not to... What, to... she's going to stab me right here? Like, what, what am I convincing? <laughs> Uh, probably sick the sick have you all arrested. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's gonna be finesse plus convince. Finesse plus finesse convince. Sinead has no convince. Uh, I guess not. I I mean. Wow. Yeah, she's not a great liar. Um. <laughs> I I think I've shown that, that a couple hilarious. times. That's true. You wanna, that is so I kind of min maxed a little bit on on some of these because <laughs> I have three in sailing and I have zero in a couple, more than a couple. <laughs> oh, I just put zero in all of the dumb things like fighting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what's gonna happen. Um, because of this is a risk, uh, a nice zero, and uh, the entire crew of Russians will try to arrest you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, if you get a one, then you will be um, peacefully escorted, um, and you might be able to break free without too much of a tussle. If you get a two, then you will be asked to leave the room with uh, the Zarina, uh, but you will not be arrested. Three raises will get you um, the ability to work or stay in, work. It basically negates the 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 insult <laughs> from earlier um a four would grant you markavi is now on your sides uh you convince her that yeah okay i can trust you guys and then she will help you guys a five you can bank for later 
Okay, I got three raises. Excellent. Three raises. Um, so <laughs> she goes, but fair point. You do need us, and we need you. I can help you minimally, but I must stay by Zarina, much as I can. Understandable. Um, I guess our first question would be, are there any new people on the ship who are not in her general coterie? She said, no. All people on ship stay on ship since Usura. I mean, uh, since before Usura, like, are there any... These are mostly um, members of uh, the Boyers, yes? Are there anyone who uh, you don't recognize? Yes. Uh, she said, there is new Boyer prince uh, we, who's uh, joined aristocracy only recently. Mm -hmm. Do you know how he came to power? Uh, no, it, considered to be rude to ask people where their money comes from in Usura. Uh, it did seem rather sudden. Hmm. That might be a good well. place to start. I have a hunch that whoever poisoned our dear Serena perhaps had help from, well, I don't know exactly where, but perhaps there's more countries involved than just Usura in this plot to kill the Zarina. I'm thinking that whoever poisoned the Zarina may have been paid off by one or more of the Vodachi heads of state. Yeah, that seems like a very reasonable um, assumption. It's very similar to mine. Uh, where can we find this new prince? Uh, I am unsure. However, he should be pretty easy to find if you ask around. His name is Alexander. Alexander? What does he look like? Alexander, uh, well, his last name, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I'm trying to find last Russian last names. Really <laughs> there's a, okay, so there's a genuine, like, la last name system in 7C, but it's like, ugh, it's His incredibly complex. His last name complex. is the Great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you're supposed to, like, combine the first name and the first names of their parents or something, and, like, I... <laughs> don't want to like make make parents and then combine names and user systems so we're just gonna uh find some russian last names how dare you not have a multi-generational family tree for every single usurian noble on this ship i am like, frankly that... insulted and disgusted it's a huge problem with playing any game with Usurians. Is you every time you meet an, like an a, an NPC and you ask for a name, you have to come up with their parents' names too to make are their you, last name. Are you telling me you didn't come up with a comprehensive genealogy chart for all of your NPCs? I did. And you not. call yourself I a game manager? I completely didn't. <laughs> So I am terribly sorry, wow. but I didn't. Don't feel bad. Um, Arthur canonically has a mom and two sisters, and he's only thought thought of a name for his dad. Just, just as I, <laughs> just where I'm at. Just there's wow, only one the sexism. I, I make um, this shit up on the fly, and, I, and yeah, I don't know. What, what do you What do you want from me? <laughs> I've already named one of one character Ivan. If you guys haven't noticed. Uh, <laughs> Oh god, I cannot, I cannot give <laughs> I about Molotov, but I mean, that might be stereotyping. Well, I mean, uh, it's called a Molotov cocktail. I'm pretty sure the guy that created it, or at least was like famous for it, was named Molotov, right? Isn't that a Russian name? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, 
Well, like Pe- well, we could do Petrov. Let's do Petrov. Petrov. Okay. Petrov. His name Alexander Petrov. Okay. Well, Arthur, I think that's a good place to start, no? I agree. In the meantime, Captain, keep an eye out for anybody carrying around uh, a conspicuous amount of wealth or otherwise trying to flee. They'll probably be suspect. Sinead, uh, what would you like to do? I would like to speak to my crew. Okay. Um, half of them are drunk, and the other half are panicking, and most of them are in the banquet hall. I don't care. I want to see all of them. I want all of them in a group. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, you st- you send word around the crew um, that, uh, mostly in the Avalonian, I guess, that they've all really started to pick up after getting to know you guys. Um, and they start assembling. Some of them are stumbling. One or two of them is asleep, and the rest of them are terrified. And they are all piled in the dining hall, which is mostly flipped over tables and chairs at this point. Oi! Wake up those two that are sleeping. Um, they. <laughs> um, so the uh, two of your crew members run over to like the the cold water station and then dump the cold water on them. <laughs> And uh, one of them goes, Lando! <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Because <laughs> he's, he's the crow's nest guy. Um, and then the other one goes, All right, we're drowning, boys! Um, and then he <laughs> he's also the only Avalonian on this entire ship. <laughs> uh, other than Arthur, of course. Uh, and then he goes, uh, Sorry, mates. Um, and then uh, they both stand ready and at attention. Okay, as a few of you might have heard, our uh, Serena Nina, aka the leader of Usura, has been very badly uh, poisoned. Now, if I find out it was any of you, you'll be going overboard immediately. Am Am I clear on that? Uh, they all start mumbling amongst each other. Now, now that that is clear, I would like all of you to be my extra eyes and ears on this ship. If you find out of anything fishy going on, or if you learn any information, please come to me immediately. Is that clear? Uh, they all say, uh, I captain! Um, except with mostly Vodachin and uh, Castilian accents, of course. Um, except for the one Avalonian guy. <laughs> they seem to get the picture pretty well. All right. Now, uh, clean up what, what you can, what's yours and what's not yours. We need to be polite and uh, ke- keep your eyes and ears open. All right, Captain. And they uh, they get to work. Um, they will, at some point later in the episode, I will give you um, some tidbits of information that they found out through their scrounging. Woo. Um, we're going to jump back to our favorite dynamic duo, um, our only dynamic duo since there's three of you, so there's only going to be one duo at a time. Um, Arthur and Q, you guys are on the hunt for Mr. Alexander Petrov. Yeah, we are. We look for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to start this with a wits plus... Um, give me a combined wits plus notice check. Okay. Um, so you guys, I'm gonna say if you, wh- which one of you drank anything? Um, I drank, but. 
but alcohol never adversely affects me no matter how much i drink okay arthur arthur was drinking but he wasn't like slamming liquor he was just like drinking whatever was on hand for the rabble so Okay, so I'm gonna say the uh, uh, if you get if you guys get a combined zero, um, then for some reason Arthur <laughs> uh, Arthur has a bad reaction to the alcohol. <laughs> you guys drink, and you guys don't know this anything because you guys are just like wasted off of nothing. Um, if you guys can get me a one, then uh, nothing goes wrong, but you guys don't learn anything new. You'll have to find a different approach other than the roll risk. Um, and two or higher, I'll give you varying amounts of information on where to find uh, our new suspect, depending on how high you roll. Um, you can also bank your combined rolls for later. Um, that's, uh, that's what we got going on. So, <laughs> I rolled two tens. Oh, Lord. So that's a total of four. <laughs> okay, Arthur got two raises. Six? Okay, you guys want to bank any of those? I mean, or just... y- you said like you said we needed three or four to succeed. I said like um, a two or more, mm-hmm. and you get increasing amounts of information. I mean, it goes up pretty much infinitely. Like I will make it easier for you guys for each successive rage. There's no point of diminishing returns here. Okay. Um... But like the bare minimal pass is like a two. And Arthur, you got three raises total, right? I got two. Yeah. You got two. Okay. Six would be pretty funny because I know exactly what would happen, but it's up to you guys. Um, I just kind of want to bank one of mine and maybe we do five. Are you good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. I mean, I think that okay. we could suss out some of like why they would want to poison Zarina. I mean, we kind of already have like some theories. So I think that we could go off of that with five and be okay. So. Okay. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so as you guys, uh, you guys wander out of the room through the dining hall, we hear Sinead uh, yelling a bunch of things to the crew. Um, I don't need to tell you what it is because we already did that out of universe. So you hear Sinead yelling at the crew again. Um, you also see like very, like very small in the distance, uh, Enrique like blushing <laughs> uh, at Sinead's power of voice. Anyway, so you all. Um, keep walking and you get to a hallway on the right side of the dining hall um and you slam right into a large handsome russian man he goes oh excuse me but are you alexander petrov he goes i am (laughs) five raises ladies and gentlemen (laughs) the sixth raise i was gonna have him like unexplicably have a name tag that said alexander petrov Okay, uh, he says, uh, I am indeed. How can I be of service? We have a few questions for you, if you would not mind giving us a few moments of your time. I don't mind. What, uh, what would you like to ask? First of all, I'd like to know where you're coming from. Oh, sir. I meant where are you coming from just now. Because you weren't with Serena, and you're not coming from the banquet hall, because we were just there. So, where were you just now? I was just in kitchen. I was helping prepare snacks. Ah, and have you been in the kitchen for long? I was in kitchen for about uh, 30 minutes to an hour, between there. Mm -hmm. 30 minutes to an hour. You don't know exactly how long, and you were preparing snacks. 
Uh, so I'm gonna um, Arthur. That's gonna be wits plus empathy. Okay. If you roll a zero, you just believe him. <laughs> You're like, all right, Q. It looks like he's telling the truth. Um, if you roll a one, then you will um offend him with his question with your questions and he'll try and end the conversation uh if you roll a two then you can continue this conversation a three and you get a bonus information okay i got one raise but i have two banks so i'm going to use one of my bank raises nice okay so uh conversation continued um he says yeah i'm drunk not uh not my fault yeah i lose track of time when i'm cooking i'm good cook I see. And have you been serving as the ship's cook for long? Or just tonight? We all pitch in best we can. I do my shifts. I'm not head chef, but I am chef. I, I've been since we, uh, since we shipped off together. We, me and the other boyers. You and the... You and the who? Other boyers. I'm sorry, my servant's not so good. What is a boyer, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, it is, uh, how you say in Avalonian aristocracy. Mm. Got you. And how long have you been a boyer, exactly, Mr. Petrov? Uh, approximately, uh, two years. Hmm. So, rather recently, you must have acquired, you know, lands, money. How did that come about, if you don't mind me asking? You see, I'm hoping that one day I could become an Avalonian noble myself, and... I've never quite, you know, been able to conceptualize how that plan would come together, but you've seemed to rise yourself to riches. So how did you manage that? I uh, <clears throat> he says, technically, what uh, we come from uh, fur trading and uh, hunting mostly. We kill animals and then we cook them and then we sell the furs and live off the meat. Hmm. That's interesting, because, you know, my trade before I joined the military was actually very similar to that. I was a hunter, but you see, when I would sell furs, I would get uh, merely coppers. So you must have trapped and killed a lot of animals and sold them for a fairly high price to someone interesting. If you don't mind, who should I be selling my trade to? Uh, he says, well, in, uh, in Usura, you sell to other boyers. And if not other voyeurs, you you with the Tsarina or the Tsar to curry favor with Tsar or Tsarina. Uh, for you, I, I, I know no. Anybody in Paft, in, uh, Paftlo, which is the Usurian capital, as you probably know, uh, with enough coin will be willing to pay money for good, uh, good items that we can bring. Um... See, I don't know where to continue this conversation. Q, why don't you hop in? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giving you your space to do your Arthur thing. Um, and where exactly did you say you're from? Uh, I'm from a small, small, small village just outside of Paftlo. Ah, and how does someone uh, who works on a trade in a small village find themselves suddenly bolted up to the status of boya? 
I we sold uh, my family sold enough uh, enough animals. And what happened in the past two years that was able to support that? Um, previously, you see, my family we do some long distance trade with many in Usura, and a lot of the families we've worked with have been fairly well established for many years. Um, and your name is not familiar to me. Um, he. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's kind of taken aback. Um, so he says, uh, <clears throat> "Why is there? It it seems that uh, that you doubt my family's uh, qualifications to be an aristocrat." Yes. Uh, well, an increase in wolves has uh, caused the easier to kill animals to be. Th- uh, thrust out of forest and closer to civilization. It's the out of frying pan and into fire. Mm-hmm. We pick them off as they run away. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not to say that we are only family who trades furs. All of Usura trades furs. Right, but you've somehow managed to get an edge up on the others of the many people who do exactly what your family does. Am I correct? Correct. We are closest village to forest and wealthiest family in village. Mm-hmm. And you spent uh, this evening, you go from being wealthy fur trader to cook in the kitchen? Uh, yes. And how do you feel about that? No, not particularly good. Uh, although I am newest boyer, uh, and a minor boyer at that, it, it, it's not particularly fair. But at the same time, it, it would be unfair if I were an older boyer and uh, forced to do such menial task. You know, work your way up. Right, I can imagine as someone who was so recently a member of the lower class, it can be... Upsetting to find that the inequalities remain as you advance. Yes, it seems to be. And it is your turn to roll uh, wits plus empathy. Wits plus empathy. Oh, I'm good at empathy. I'm so empathetic, guys. <laughs> <laughs> True. So is Amelia. Um, so this is going to be, if you get a zero, I'm then you're going to... so well tonight. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> keep keep uh, talking. I guess that's not going to happen. But if you had gotten a zero, um, you'd get hit with uh, the same fate as Arthur. You just take everything he says at face value. There's no insight you can gain at all. Um, if you get a one, then he is going to be a little bit like start taken aback at your insinuation. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can get a two, then again, nothing happens. Uh, you continue the conversation. You've surpassed the risk. If you can get a three, you can get some empathy. You can use empathy to gain insight and you start to notice um, how much of the truth he's telling, how, we're, how much you're hitting home and how much you're really uh, empathizing with what he's trying to say. Uh, anything more than that you can bank or use to get uh, additional information. <laughs> Okay, I shit you not. <laughs> I got five. Oh my I lord! I'm gonna start tens. making raises higher. I'm, I that's it. I'm making tens. raises. So we're doing, this is called no. inflation. No. 
I just mean, I mean, for Amelia because I <laughs> don't have the same track record that she does. Yeah. I rolled three. Zero through four, you get shot. Literally on the first roll, I option. had two tens, so I rolled two more dice and then I rolled another ten. Um, you guys are destroying my campaign. Look, and I even have how many? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I have a pool of twelve dice I'm working with, and I'm trading them. <laughs> Oh my lord! Okay. Um, so that's all three raises, uh, and I banked two. Gotcha. So he, um, you can tell, you can empathize with him. This is an accurate, uh, accurate portrayal of how he feels. He really is still mad at the uh, inequalities, despite having worked so hard to gain his way up recently. Um, which means it is now time to switch to Sinead. Cool. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, it'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode, as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, postmortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So... As you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly so um yeah that's that's what we're gonna do um which also means this is gonna be my last announcement update whatever thing ever probably so um yeah I don't know that's really all I kind of have to say I'm a little behind on our social media pages so I apologize for that but um we'll we'll get there we'll catch up and um yeah next week's gonna be the very last story episode season four finale and then um i'm not a hundred percent sure when the wrap-up episodes are gonna happen they may not happen for a while simply because a lot of us are busy um and we're just kind of working around our schedule um so they might not happen for a few weeks we're gonna try to squeeze them in eventually um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute, but they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. <laughs> um, they'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because I don't know. It's... It's almost over. Um, 
Yeah. Thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Um, Sinead, Enrique comes up to you and says, that was a really good speech, except with a Castilian accent, which I can't do. <laughs> Thank you. That's very kind. You're really good at speaking. Uh, yeah, pr- practice, I guess. Yep. So, uh, Fuck, Brennan. how about <laughs> what? No, I'm loving this like accurate portrayal of middle school crushes. It's the best. It's going on. This. this is quality content. You guys are underclassmen <laughs> in high school. Turn him down, break his heart, rip it in half. He's a it'll make him stronger. He's 15 and 16 years old. Um, so, uh, how about the weather, huh? By the way, there's like a whole hurricane outside by now. <laughs> I should probably do something about that. Yeah, we'll get back to you in a second. Yeah, I should, How about I this sh- weather, huh? I should probably talk to someone about that, honestly. And uh, she kind of looks around for, for Q, see if Q is standing anywhere. Q is not standing anywhere. Q's down the hallway, but I don't think you would have noticed while you're giving your speech, so you don't know where Q is. You, so because like i mean i can i can help you uh find oh I, I tell you what i can batten down the hatches matey or something you know uh yeah whatever makes you feel comfortable i was uh i i had i had fun dancing i did too we should dance again sometime if the opportunity arises Cool. God. <laughs> I hate this so much. I hate that I can, you're making me do this. <laughs> I can feel the awkward tension. It's so great. It must have been something you said. All you have to do All you have to do is just orchestrate a situation that sends Enrique off to his death. Uh uh okay, I worked hard on Enrique. You guys haven't even got this backstory yet. Let's 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 <laughs> Let's not, please. Uh, don't don't kill things I create. Um, unless they're, like, the bad guys. Don't make them flirt with Sinead. I don't make the rules. <laughs> oh, I'm not God. making Enrique flirt with Sinead. Enrique wants to flirt with Sinead. I, and Sinead did enjoy dancing. I'm, like, privately living for the day when Enrique and Arthur can be like, yeah, like, that one's just not going to talk to us ever. Like, in either capacity. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not going to happen, dude. You should, just, you should just give it up while you can. You too, kid. Oh, great. I feel ya. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Enrique scurries off to try and impress you with something. Um, and uh, who comes up next? But what do you know? Uh, it is exactly who you think it is. <laughs> okay. Are we supposed to guess? Because I don't know who that is. It's 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 Isabel. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't expecting that one, but keep going. Wait, Isabel's oh, no, coming up to me? Yeah. Okay. Well, she's part of the crew, so. 
Um, there you go. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, it can't be Loriana because she's still on the <laughs> other ship. <laughs> yeah, and Giuseppe excluded himself from all the partying, so I don't want to hear him complaining about us not including him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, Giuseppe and Loriana got onto the Russian ship and then immediately turned around. Um, I don't know what that's about. Actually, I do, but you guys don't. <laughs> anyway, um, so Isabel says, um, says, uh, I believe I have some information for you. Uh, yes, what is it? It seems to me that there's some, there's a, a new suspect you might want to look at. And who might that be? There's a lady here who's been uh, a boyer for quite some time. Her family is very, she's very quite wealthy, as it were. Um, it seems that the crew has gathered she had some animosity towards the Tsarina. Something about uh, a power vacuum, as it were. Uh, all right, that's that's very helpful. Thank you, Isabel. Uh, you're welcome. You can find her at uh, uh, in her chamber, which is going to be on the starboard port. Uh, not port, star. That that's an opposite. Um, <laughs> at the starboard and stern of the ship. All right, thank you. Uh, she goes. You're welcome. Um, can you roll a? Uh, Actually, no. I'll have you roll to know this whenever you get actually get there. Uh, I'm assuming you go to the. Do you go to this location? You don't have to. Um. If. Hmm. Are they still talking to, the guy? Because Sinead's not going to be super great at interviewing someone, interrogating someone. They are still talking to the guy. However, if you go follow directions, you will pass the t- other two of them. <laughs> um. I'll I'll go to them, and tell them. Gotcha that yeah so we are flashing back to q and uh arthur uh and in walks sinead after you found out that this guy generally does however some discontent with the social classes of usura and has his story just about how he dresses the power does not check out at all um yeah super sketch <laughs> well it's not that suspicious i think that makes sense does that make sense I mean, like, this we- guy just randomly having recently ascended to the levels of aristocracy from doing exactly what the entire country does to make a living. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's fair. Uh, anyway, I can't give you any more on that information because you're supposed to roleplay it, but that's, you may be onto something. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> Yes, yeah, so in rocks Sinead, uh, they're talking to a large. Uh, if you want to know what he looks like, if you open up the, uh, if you open up the Seven C Handbook, he's on page seventy six. Do you want to describe <laughs> That's him this uh, for all of our listeners who uh, don't have access to the handbook? Yeah, also me who does not have Seven C PDF dot PDF pulled up. <laughs> and I'm glad me, you call it that uh, too. <laughs> and me, whose keyboard clanking googling the Seventh Sea Handbook would cause everybody to die from audio torture if I try to type it in. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so <clears throat> he's dressed in a green, uh, a green robe. Um, obviously, something for the aristocrats. Um, hair looks a little bit mangy and stuff. Uh, not just because you know he's used to that because he's a hunter, but also they probably don't have any hygiene products on board. Um, 
he is blonde and straight of hair with a curly red beard or a curly blonde beard. They're about the same color. Um, he looks like six four uh, or so. Um, looks like he's in his upper thirties, lower forties. He carries a very large gun, um, and uh, he is dressed appropriately for the weather outside of a somewhat warm-looking cloak, uh, which looks almost like a bathrobe when not worn with other winter clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, as Sinead is walking up, I just want to ask one question. Um, I'm going to ask him, if he, since he was working in the kitchen preparing the food all evening, uh, who else was working with you, and did you notice anything interesting about them? Only two other chefs in kitchen, uh, one of which I didn't get their name, but uh, she seemed like a good cook. Uh, the other one, we talked for quite some while. Her name was Irina. I don't see, didn't see anything particularly suspicious about either one. Mm-hmm. And the one who you don't know the name of, what did she look like? She was uh, very, quite thin for, uh, for a new Syrian. Uh, Syrian aristocrat, at least. Very thin. She uh, also had blonde hair. Rather short. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I guess continue about your business for now. Absolutely. Uh, and then he uh, walks off. Um, you guys now have one suspect interviewed and profiled. Well on your way. Sinead? Well, I I believe we have uh, another person of interest that uh, my crew has warned me about. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who might they be? Do you know a name? I, I wasn't given a name, but uh, I, I know where to find her. I do know where to find her, right? Yeah, you do. Okay. Well, then I say we go. So, um, without even asking where she got the information from, the all of you guys are going to head down to the uh, to the back and right side of the ship. Um, and at the very, very end, there appears to be a door that is still closed, um, which means someone's probably inside compared to the other ones, which are all thrown open and empty. Um, on the uh, on the door. Uh, there is a nameplate uh, that reads uh, Olga Agapov, and um, it's plain like the rest of the ship, um, but sturdy. All right, Arthur's going to knock loudly on the door. I want to hear the way you knock. <laughs> okay, I mean, the only thing I have to bang is my table, so if the audio is crazy, we'll just have to fix it. But Mistress Agapov, please open up. Love the Foley work uh, there. Yeah, it's just <laughs> basically uh, professionals. Um, sh- uh, you hear someone say, Come in! Boy, Jamoy. Okay, so Arthur's going to open the door. <laughs> uh, you find a probably the fanciest uh, suite on this ship. Uh, I mean, it's barely fancy anything else but there's some retained semblances of wealth um like there's a gilded dresser and like there's like some oddities and some knickknacks um still for you know an extremely high-ranking official and you sarah this is very bare and uh very embarrassing for them but compared to everybody else this doesn't look quite as bad um olga agapov is uh, sitting up in bed, uh, journaling, 
and uh, she looks up at the three of you and says, "What can I do for you?" Excuse the in-, in the intrusion, but we are questioning some of the nobles on the ship as to their whereabouts during the dinner. Would you have time to answer a few questions? Oh, terrible thing, terrible thing! Oh, Zarina, I, I was so sad. You know, it's the, it was, it was quite. My, my poor heart was beating out of my chest. I'm sure you are very frightened. And Arthur kind of like looks aside at Q, like, yeah, whatever. Um. And so <laughs> he turns back to her and he says, First, I would like to ask you what your relationship is to the Tsarina. Oh, I serve Tsarina with all heart. Everything about her is good thing. Right. And let's say hypothetically that the Tsarina were to pass away from the poison. What would happen to you then? <clears throat> well, as eldest boy, you're and uh, my position and my marital relations with their family, I I would be Zarina. Interesting. And where were you during the banquet? She says, I was in room doing journal. For the entire banquet? It must be a fairly interesting journal. Uh, it is indeed. It's, uh, this journal has has important information that I speak of sometimes to to self and mirror. Mm-hmm. Could we um could we take a look at this journal? Absolutely not. Why not? Because it's private. I understand it's private, but as someone who has such a close personal familial relationship with the Tsarina, and as those who've been deputized by the captain to investigate the circumstances that have led her to this state, I would hope that your privacy would be worth less than her life and clearing your name. All right, so that's going to be Panache plus convince again. <laughs> I don't get an extra one to roll this time, so hopefully... That is true. <laughs> oh, that's not great. That's not bad. Um... You want to read me? You want to tell me the odds? Yeah, so here's what's going Never tell me the odds. Okay, so um, if you get a zero, she is going to call the guards on you guys again. Or, well, I guess not again. You avoided it last time, too. But yeah. um, a one, and she's going to just flatly refuse. You guys want a stalemate. If you're a two, then she says, I will read you what's on my current piece of paper right now. Um, you do have to risk, of course, that she could be lying. Um, a two, and you surpass the risk, so you do no damage. However, um, you may not gain much when you are allowed to read only the segments that she says um, that she says you can read. A three, and she will grant you the entire book to read, but for a limited amount of time. A four, and you can convince her to give you the entire book to keep the rest of this uh, arc. Okay, so I rolled a two. I do have some banked raises. Um, I'd like to talk meta with the rest of the group, if that's okay, about if we think that I should keep the book or if I should just go for reading it quickly. Um, 
I mean, I would say that the book is evidence, and so you would be within your right to confiscate it, given the fact that their leader has been poisoned, but that might also piss her off a lot, and she's pretty powerful, relatively speaking, to the rest of us, so. Yeah, okay. I will settle for the three raises and getting to look through the book quickly right now. Okay, so that's going to start a second roll, so she's going to say, well, I... I do see your point, but I cannot have you carrying around a book all around ship. Um, and she hands you the book um, and says, Gods! And two beefy uh, Russian men come in and make sure that you give the book back when the allotted amount of time is over. She says, You have ten minutes. Um, now I need scholarship plus, I guess, wits again. Um, yeah, scholarship plus wits to see how much you uh, can absorb. Or you can hand the book off to one of your other people who can, um, um, one, of your, one of your other friends, if you think they would have better luck with this role. Arthur cannot um. read Usuran. <laughs> yeah. I was like, aren't I the only one who oh, does this? I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just me, right? Uh, yeah, you're the only one who could read Usuran. I, I just remembered that. Right. Okay. Give me the the raises and stuff. So a zero, and you you so uh, you fell asleep during Usuran class, <laughs> and you are having some serious brain fog and cannot remember any of this. You're basically looking at uh, chicken scratch. It'll be all Greek to you. It'll be. I'm doing that thing again where I overstate things. Anyway. Um, a one, and you can decipher some of it, but nothing helpful. A two, and you um, are able to read it enough to understand everything that's being written, but uh, you don't quite get all the complexities of language, any sort of hidden themes. You just get, like, the face value. A three, and you can possibly get more of what um, maybe what some things could mean, if that makes sense. Uh, a four... Uh, the, and then the higher you get, the more underlying meanings I'm going to give you. Okay, so I rolled two raises, um, nice. and I will use one of my other banked raises. So I am down to one raise banked um, to bring that to a total of three. Gotcha. So since you have a three, um, I you read um, you're going to get so the like the basic what's going on. So you read all of it, understand all of it. Um, however, it's uh, seemingly it's just about her evening, you know, what she did for that evening, specifically after, before she started journaling. Um, she said she spent some time in the, uh, in the drawing room, because this is a fancy ship, uh, knitting a new scarf for uh, one of her grandchildren who is on the ship. You also read that she is growing tired of being on the ship and that uh, she wishes that things were different in her life. That is what you can pick up in your 10 minutes. Okay, so no obvious declarations of murder. No. Gotta say, I'm a little <laughs> disappointed. Uh, roll higher next time. Fair enough. Um <laughs> <laughs> like a page falls out being like, I plan to kill. The-. Okay. Um, that is what you have. 
you now have your second suspect. I hope you guys are writing all this down. Um, yes. I am also writing. I mean, I'm writing things down. I don't know how helpful it is. (laughs) I am assuming Uh, that my teammates are writing things down. You guys know (laughs) the quality of notes I take, so I feel like that is what you should expect here. (laughs) Uh, At the end of this, so you guys can look it over through the rest of the week, I'll uh, I'll give you guys the the notes, so um, you guys can look over them if you have time. Um, okay, so you have two suspects down. Do you want to stop at those two, or do you want to find a third? Wait, I do want to ask um, Olga mm-hmm. one final question before we leave. Uh, yes? Mistress Agapov, I do have one last question for you. What do you know? Uh, yes. What do you know of Alexander Petrov and his rise to uh, nobility? Oh, that peasant thinks he thinks he one of us. is. It's ridiculous. I no respect uh, for him. I I cannot give him privilege of of true 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 boyer. I see. And what did he do exactly to gain his status as boyer, or unfairly gain it, as you have put it? It seems he inherited land and then used land to increase value of his estate. A city official wanted to buy some of land, and uh, they gave him good price. Uh, Wasn't quite in public domain, which is funny, because it's Ushura, and you'd think everything would be public domain. I see. And Arthur's, like, trying to remember, like, Usarian politics and, like, what that makes sense, and he's just kind of drawing a blank, so he's like, (laughs) All right, thank you, and good luck with your public domain, I guess, and then leaves. (laughs) Uh, yeah, and Q on the way out um, will return uh, her journal and say, I very much appreciate uh, your cooperation in helping us bring whoever did this to justice. It is a great help. Uh, she says, thank you much. Appreciate respect. Bows mm-hmm. uh, head slightly and... Um, Exit as well. All right. So we are in the home stretch of the pre-murder mystery. We have a hurricane that's gotten even worse outside. Um, we could start deciding between these two suspects and checking out the stories. Or we can pick up one more suspect um, <laughs> if you think that that could help. What is the plan, you three? Uh I think Q is wants to maybe go out to the top deck and talk about the hurricane if y'all want to find a third suspect while they're doing that. Awesome. We will start uh, with uh, Arthur and Sinead then. Uh, you guys can investigate the stories of your two suspects or find a third one. Well, there's two more people I'd like to talk to if we have time, um, which is the two other cooks besides Petrov who are in the kitchen during the time of the poisoning okay uh Sinead, what say you i'll follow him okay i'll you be guys, there for intimidation uh, uh you guys find your way to the uh find your way to the cook uh to the cooks and the kitchen um as you enter in you notice that uh, there are indeed two cooks actually cooking um some some food and some snacks um these are less lavish and they look more like just food for the people and less like food for a banquet hello sorry to interrupt but would you two have a moment uh one of them 
who uh, is uh, a really very curvy woman with sort of dark, um, with really dark eyes, but really light hair, um, says, hey, how can I be of service? Well, I'd like to ask you a few questions about what you were doing tonight. As you probably already know, the Zarina has fallen ill due to poison placed in her goblet. Uh, another, the other cook, who is a thin blonde woman, says, The Zarina's fallen sick. I, I did not know. Well, sorry to bring the bad news. But as you may have guessed, we've been tasked with finding who put the poison in her goblet. Now, I don't need to tell you this, but as the cooks here, along with Petrov, who I know is also helping you, you two are suspected of the crime, and you need to give us any information that you might have to either let us know how this happened, or tell us who can give us that information instead. So, what do you say? Um, the, uh, the first uh, woman um, says... My name, Irina. I, I've worked here for as as long as the ship's been in service. Back when it was no boyer only. Back when it was just Markovia and her crew. Uh, I myself am not actually boyer. I'm one of the only musics on ship. Uh, my companion here is Natalia. We served as the ship cooks for quite some time. Uh, they wanted to keep good musics who are used to cooking food on the ship, uh, which is not something boyers typically t- uh, typically know how to do. We uh, they only use fancy kitchen. Mm. Um, all we know about uh, about uh, what went out there is that uh, the drinks are usually poured in the back of the room, uh, behind bar. I see. And so you two prepare the meals every day? Uh, We do prepare meals. Uh, However, they've stopped demanding feasts every night and have sort of accustomed themselves to seafaring work and labor and a seafaring schedule. The, uh, come to think of it, you also may ask uh, some of the other boyers do like to keep their own alcohol along with them will set it on their table at place and then pour into drink themselves if they did not get from behind bar i see and is there any special preparation for the Zaris's glass i guess the zarina's glass not the Zaris. <laughs> uh she says uh not so not so far as i know um i would think i would think that uh, the zarina would only drink Vodka and spirits made specifically for Zarina. It would not have come from either a family's private stock, nor from behind bar. I see. And what was Alexander Petrov doing while he was working in the kitchen? Was he assisting you, or was he doing something else? Uh, so Natalia speaks up, and she says, uh, He was, uh... He was in kitchen, helping, but he left early. And how early was that? Uh, it seems that uh, I would say he leave about 30 minutes early. I see. This has been very helpful. 
Thank you. And if you remember anything else specifically about how the Zarina may be, have been poisoned, or who would want to do such a thing, you must let me know immediately. And I am so sorry for my rudeness. You can call me Arthur, and this here is Sinead. Uh, they turn to Sinead, they notice that Sinead has the biggest hat in the ship, and both of them say, Oi, Captain! <laughs> um, you guys do notice that a dark uh, hooded figure is le- leaning in, listening to the conversation. Uh, the figure leaves the room. We should follow that one. I think so. Uh, we're now going to switch over to Q. Q, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going uh, to go up to the top deck. <laughs> You are on the top deck. Um, you're trying to stay on the top deck. In fact, you're going to have to roll me a resolve plus athletics to not fall off. Resolve and <laughs> athletics? I'm not good at either of those things. So a zero and you fall off the ship. <laughs> okay. Uh, a one and you fall off the ship, but uh, you're close enough to like a ladder you can climb back up. A two and you fall off the ship, but onto a lifeboat and you can find climb back on. A three, and you fall off the ship, but <laughs> uh, you fall onto a lifeboat that already fell. Um, and there happens to be a bonus of supplies in there that you can might want to use. A four, and you don't fall off the ship, but you do fall down and hurt something. And a five, and you don't fall off the ship, and you're fine. I am manifesting tens. We're going to manifest some tens. <laughs> no, we did not manifest tens. <laughs> Wait, can, can you tell me what were the, the things? I got a one. Uh, so zero. Ah, so one is uh, you fall off the ship, but there's a nearby ladder that you can uh, try and climb. So man overboard or cue overboard. <laughs> Um, now, before you do that, though, you're going to have to roll Resolve plus, uh... Still Athletics. Still Athletics. <laughs> to not drown. Uh, but only worse this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, because no extra die. Uh, oh, a one, and you fall off the ladder, and you're back in the square one. Uh, you roll me a one, and you can get onto the ladder, but not up of it. Uh, a two, you get halfway up the ladder. A three, you get to the top of the ladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a one. <laughs> okay, you're on the ladder. Uh, what's your next move? Um, I would like... I'm just going to stay on the ladder. Obviously, <laughs> I have... Or something has upset uh, Lady Arbal, and um, I don't want to run away from that. Something. Gotcha. Something has upset Longer Lady this- Arbal. <laughs> Longer this conversation goes, the more in danger you will be of having to roll more checks to not fall off the ladder for this risk. Well, if she drowns me, she drowns me. Um, Again, if she wants to kill me twice, that's really, uh, that's on her. (laughs) That's true. She has already killed you. Right. Um, Kill me once. Shame on you. Kill me twice. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I uh, would like to call out to the sea. Um, and just say, oh, what am I going to say? Gosh, I've been thinking about this and I still don't know exactly how to do the opening. Um, don't worry. Yeah, I'm just thinking, I think I'm going to just say, would you like to talk? Um, lightning strikes. 
I can't really work with that very well, you know. Lightning strikes twice in the same place. Just like fuck that one fish in particular, lightning. In fact, the fish that got stuck twice is now uh, drifting. It's floated to the top and is now drifting towards you. And there's, there's dead fish that's just drifting past you. Just in the water. It's fried. It smells really good. You're mad at me. Um, a giant whale <laughs> uh, goes out of the ocean and splashes in the distance, causing a large ripple that uh, knocks the boat a little bit. Uh, all right, uh, athletics plus resolve. <laughs> Zero, you knock back in. One, you hold on. Two, you can climb higher. Uh, that's a one. Awesome. No change. Continue. Um... What do you want me to do for you? Uh, lightning strikes three times. <laughs> Fine. Um, Q is just going to jump into the water in the storm. Uh, uh, okay. Man, don't um, really do anything to avoid saying they're sorry. Q's not sure why she's upset. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so instead of apologizing, you now have to roll even higher stakes athletics plus resolve instead. So again, Q does not know why she's upset. (laughs) Okay. Um, good Lord. Resolve plus athletics, um, a zero and you take, uh, you take two major wounds, a one, you take one major wound, um, a zero, uh, I mean, sorry, two, one. Uh, a two, and you do just fine, but now you're just swimming in the ocean. A three, and your bravery gets you somewhere, kind of. A four, and I will, um, and I'll make sure this is a good move for you. Um, I'm fine with it being a bad decision, but I'm going to spend a hero point for an extra d10. I'm going to spend my last banked raise. So I have two raises. Okay. Um, you do not take any damage despite being in a hurricane. Somebody must be taking care of you. Although you're still consumed with the silence of uh, the water as you dip under and then the loud um, the loud thunder clapping every time your head bobs back up of water. You are in danger of drowning still even though you have not taken any immediate damage. Arthur and uh, Sinead, you have almost caught up to this third suspect. Um, you have investigated the other two. It doesn't look like you're too much closer. Nobody spent their time trying to find a, uh, cure just quite yet, and that is the state of the murder mystery as we leave it at the end of this session. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.